Hello and welcome to the Revelation Podcast. And this evening it is Tuesday, August 11th. And I would like to thank you for taking time to click play wherever you are listening at. That could be Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you have been following the Revelation Podcast, you know that we've been going through the book of Exodus. Last night, we went through the plague of locusts, and we saw God's judgment on Pharaoh's pride. Well, tonight, we are continuing onward to Exodus chapter 10, verses 21 through 29, and that is the plague of darkness. This is the last plague before. For the plague of the firstborn for the Egyptians. And to begin that tonight, I would like for you to turn to John chapter 19. I mean, not John, John chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. John chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. And you could pause it right here. And so you could flip the scripture with your device or you actually have a hard copy by. And so tonight I will be reading from ESV. And here we go. And this, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works are evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, it does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. The light that has come into the world refers to Jesus. In John chapter 1 verse 4, John says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Paul writes in Colossians chapter 1 verse 16, For by him all things were created. In heaven and on earth and invincible the thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Not only did Jesus give us physical life, but he also gave us spiritual life. In Colossians chapter one, verses thirteen through fourteen. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Because of his love, we pass from death to life. His redemption comes with us being born of the Spirit. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 the spirit gives our spirit the spirit gives our spirit light 
Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. So going back to John chapter 3, John chapter 3, verse 19. We see that the light has come into the world. And then next sentence, people love darkness rather than light because their works were evil. And I want to spend some time taking a look at this before we look at the plague of darkness. In John chapter 1 verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and darkness has not overcome it. Now John's not talking about the physical light and the physical darkness. What he's talking about is the spiritual light that exposes the darkness of the flesh. The darkness does not understand the light. And we see from 1 Corinthians and I want to read chapter 12 verse 3. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says, Jesus is accursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Only through the Holy Spirit can we testify that Jesus is Lord. He is our light, and He searches all things. The Word of God is a spiritual book, which is why man cannot comprehend it. Man still lives in darkness. His eyes are still covered. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 11 through 15, it compares on contrast the natural man versus the spiritual man when it comes to God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him. So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. The spirit of that person refers to our spirit that's been born again. The spirit of God refers to the Holy Spirit. Now we have not received the spirit of the world. Now, there are spiritual darkness in the world. There are fallen spirits. They are evil. And they are spirit of the world. Now, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is from God. That we might understand the things freely given us by God. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, remember... The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit gives our spirit the word that is the light. And because we have the Holy Spirit, and we part this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit. The things taught by the Spirit is the gospel. Remember, Jesus said that the spirit of truth will come and it will remind them on what to say. But not only does the Holy Spirit remind us, it also helps us interpreting spiritual truth to those who 
are spiritual. Only way we can see the word of God for what it is, is through our spirit. So we see Paul write about the spiritual person being able to understand the word of God. And now he talks about the natural person when it comes to the word of God. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So they have no discernment. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. So we see why man, being born without the spirit, cannot understand the word of God. For it is spiritual and is meant for spiritual people that have been born again of the spirit. Men loving darkness is revealed in the flesh. And we see the works of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And about evil, Christians are to stay away from evil. We have 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22 say that very clearly. It says, abstain from every form of evil. And that's why I think it's important for Christians to not participate in Halloween or anything like that, such as Harvest Fest. Harvest Fest, you know, it's basically the same thing, you know. You have Christians that's dressed up in costumes and wearing masks. And costumes and wearing masks is things that Christians should not participate in because that is a form of evil. When it comes to evil for Christians... We are to expose it. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13 in New King James Version says, But all things that are exposed are made manifested by the light. For whatever makes it manifest is light. And so that's what Jesus said earlier on. He is a light that exposes darkness, which people that love darkness hate him. You know, we are to live as the new man. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 24 says, But if you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him, have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off, concerning your former conduct, the old man, which talks about the flesh, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. The true righteousness and holiness comes from when we are born again. Christ gives us the righteousness and holiness. They come from Christ. But make no mistake about it that if we continue to walk in the flesh as Christians, the world will sear our conscience and that's where we will lose our salvation. Now, to live as a new 
man, we must walk in the light. And we also must renew our mind with the word to test the spirits to see if it is of God. We see Romans chapter 12, verse 2, where Paul talks about, Do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed with the word for your mind. And in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, rather of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You see, a lot of Christians are not being led by the Spirit, which makes them easily tricked from false prophets. You know, because look what John's right says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. How are we able to test the spirit? Well, that comes by reading the word of God daily so it could transform our mind and remember the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth will lead us the right way every time and with the light it is able to expose false doctrine it's able to expose darkness so for us to avoid the darkness we have to expose it we have to stay away from it and we have to live as the new man now where i like to go into now is in the plague of darkness in exodus chapter 10 verses 21 to 29 now we see that the plague of darkness, or we should see that the plague of darkness is the reflection of the fifth bowl. And that is in Revelation chapter 16, verses 10 through 11. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom became full of darkness. And they gnawed because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and did not repent of their deeds so we see that the angel poured the bowl on the throne of the beast and all his kingdom and they were such pain and they cursed god the all i mean there was such pain that they chewed on their tongue and so we see through the fifth bowl that the world will be experienced darkness and they will curse god and they'll be in such pain that they gnaw on their tongue. And going to Exodus chapter 10, verse 21, we see that God gives Moses instructions. Moses obeys God. There is darkness in the land for three days that no one where the Egyptians lived saw each other. All the land of Egypt was darkened except for where the Israelites dwelled. And then Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go serve the Lord, your little ones also may go with you. Now remember the last plague, that the Pharaoh would not even allow the little ones to go with him. But this time he did. Only let your flocks and herds remain behind. And again, we see Pharaoh, he continues to compromise with God. And from the last podcast, we learned that Pharaoh cannot compromise with God. And we can't compromise with God. Sin is sin. 
And when we break one law, we break the whole entire commandment. And that's why the law points us to Christ. When we commit ourselves to Christ, we deny ourselves completely and we fully commit ourselves to Him by following Him. You must also, but this is how Moses responds to Pharaoh's comment, but you must also let us have sacrifices and burnt offerings that may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock also must go with us, not a who shall be left behind. We must take of them to serve the Lord our God, and we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. So, Pharaoh getting Moses to compromise their worship is a great example on how false prophets get Christians to compromise their worship so they can worship God the wrong way. Understand when we come to worship God, it's not all about the bells and the whistles. It's definitely not about that. It never has been and it never will be. When it comes to worshiping God, we should worship God out of obedience. We should worship Him with all of our heart, might, and soul. We should not compromise the Word of God. And when we compromise the Word of God, it comes from when we decide that we're going to add to the Word or we're going to take away from the Word. And towards the end of Revelation, God says that we should not do that to His Word. And He's just not referring to the letter of Revelations, but He's referring to the whole entire Bible. I mean, God orchestrated the Bible perfectly together to where about not adding to the Word and not taking away from the Word is at the end of the Bible. So we know not to do those things. We know not to compromise God with our walk. Well, anyways, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let them go. And then Pharaoh said to get away from me. Take care never to see my face again for on the day you should you see my face you shall die. Moses says, as you say, I will not see your face again. So Pharaoh still does not obey God. He tried to compromise him with the plague of the locusts and with the plague of darkness. With the plague of locusts, Pharaoh kept the children from going. And with the plague of darkness, Pharaoh kept the livestock from going. And so we are getting to the end of the plagues. We have the last plague with the death of the firstborn of the Egyptians. And before that, we will take a look at the next chapter. We're going to look at a few verses. And then after two podcasts, and the third one that's coming after the two, is when we will get into the final plague. This one's a little short because I know the last one was over an hour. And I look forward to continue onward with Jesus and Exodus.